game show for North Shore 9 everyone the Pirates win their first season series since June which was also against the San Diego Padres the Pirates win 3-2 today Doug will be on with us shortly um he's still rushing home but yeah um you know really good win today all things considered um with a little bit of a heart attack you didn't really want bednar to uh to go do all that but you know a win's a win bednar gets his 15th 16th shave in a row and yeah you know it's always nice to talk about a win um i think there have been five wins in the month of uh July for the Pirates. I've been on three of them, so I think I should get a pay increase. Now, um, I think the big news... <laughs> um, I think we'll start with the pitching because we have the paradox of Johan Oviedo. Because Oviedo will go from the best pitcher you've ever seen to... Uh, Something was the worst pitcher you've ever seen. <laughs> and today was one of the best performances. You know, six really good innings. Like he looked awful that first inning. Um, no other word about it. Like he was terrible. He couldn't get set. He was working too fast. He got called for three separate pitch violations. But then he really settled in. The Padres after that first inning looked hopeless against Oviedo for the most part. Um, and you know, like those are the kind of performances you need and, you know, there's always that ongoing discussion about Oviedo, about moving him into the bullpen. And there's a world where Oviedo is an all-star reliever, but for this team and with, um, just how, how bad the young pitcher has been. The young pitching has been so bad. You know, Ortiz doesn't look good. Contreras doesn't look good. Priester, we talked about Priester on Monday. You know, you're not too confident. I think you re until like you find four better arms, you have to keep Oviedo in that rotation, especially for games like today. Because not only you know, maybe you don't like the strikeouts today, but only three hits, only five hard hit balls, and after the first inning, he was kind of cruising. So. You know, I think that is uh, something that you need. To, young pre-arbitration starting pitching, even as a back-end um, starter, is just so valuable in this league um, that you have to keep him into the rotation. I don't see a future where he's the eighth-inning guy, even though he would be a fantastic eighth-inning guy. Like, if, if the Pirates rotation was good enough, you can see something where you go like 
to the 2015 years where you're going from Oviedo or even Holderman to Oviedo to Bednar. That would be fantastic. I don't think we have the arms for that, though. And then maybe if you throw in Majinski in there to do the six, like you have four really good pitchers that you can reliably go to, like shut the door on games. But until then, Oviedo has to be part of the rotation. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Unfortunately, I think if he does not get anywhere near consistent, he's going to be a back end starter, which is a shame because he has really filthy stuff. I mean, like four pitch mix, really nasty slider. He has a good curveball. It's just, he just can't put it together. And uh, I'm going to get to this because I, I, um, Doug and I touched on this a lot. And in the lack of power on this Pirates team is killer. It is absolutely killer. Like, And so when the offense is terrible, and let, let's make no mistake, the offense was terrible today. Um, what was it? We had five hits. Every single person in the lineup struck out at least once. 10 strikeouts again. It was not good. The offense looked lost for 95% of this game. But as Doug and I have talked about, if you have the ability to hit home runs, you can bail your offense out. You can bail out games and win games that you don't have business winning. Like today, we got three solo home runs. One from Reynolds, one from Santana, and one from Choi. Um, two fifty four. Outside of those four, there was exactly one hit. So, when the offense is bad, and it's a close game, the pitching is locked down. Some this helps so much, and you know, it's hard to expect Carlos Santana and G Man Choi to be your power hitters because they're not really power hitters. They hit you 20 home runs in a year in a good year, but usually they're like 15 to 20 home run guys, and you need more than that. Um, but, you know, we'll get into that. Um, Santana, I mean, Santana's hard, because I think a lot of teams will want him for the intangibles. Unfortunately, you have to look at it this way. He's a 37-year-old first baseman who doesn't have a whole lot of power. Yes, he has been pretty on fire recently. And he has clutch hits. But in terms of value, what is the the rental price of a uh, 37-year-old th third base, first baseman with no power is not going to fetch you a whole lot. Like You're not getting a Quintana-type return. I see more likely that Choi goes anyway. Um, where he goes, I have no idea, but I think the pirates really, really like Santana's leadership. Um, but I don't, you know, he, he's not going to get you anything special. Like, unfortunately, like neither Choi or Santana, are both rentals and they're both pretty average MLB players, which look great on the pirates because the pirates don't have a whole lot of average MLB players, but if you put Choi or Santana on a team like the Braves or the Dodgers, how many starts are they realistically getting? They're probably a bench player, and that's how teams are. And so 
Not a whole lot. And, you know, Santana, I think I've said this, I'll say this again. Whenever the offense hits, it's when Santana's hitting. Does it again. His third home run of the series, though. Like, that's huge. We probably get swept without um, Carlos Santana's offense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's kind of like the JT Brubaker thing, right? Where, like, either the defense or the offense is always atrocious when they pitch. Yeah, Oviedo gets a lot of bad luck. Um, but it was just enough today to where, you know, and I think Santana stays ultimately. I think Choi is the one to go. I would prefer they kept both because, again, who are you getting? You're probably getting more. It's probably going to be more like the Tyler Anderson trade than the Jose Quintana trade. If you're being honest about how valuable these guys are, I don't think Rich Hill gets a whole lot either, which is why, even though he's frustrating to watch, I want him to stay because we need people to eat innings and I would rather win games and lose them. Like to be completely honest, like I am, I, the amount I care about to 2024 lottery position is so low. Um, and I agree with this, you know, no reason to trade either of them. Yeah. You, you try to bring back one of them at the very least. And I think most likely we see Santana back. I think Choi probably gets a multi kind of like a Josh Bell type deal. And I doubt the pirates want to spend their money there. And as much as great as Choi has been, especially coming back from injury, yeah, it is hard when you're on such a limited budget to sink resources into a league average first baseman. And that's unfortunate because in it, because for normal teams, Choi is just a nice depth signing or something like a, a supplemental signing you bring in and you bring on and they are going to be a good productive MLB player, but they're not the marquee signing. G-Man Choi would be the marquee signing of the Pirates and of the free agency. And so you, you probably don't want to do that with the first baseman. So I imagine they give Santana a very similar deal. Um, but yeah. But yeah, Santana's close. Hopefully we get him the uh, 300 home runs. That'd be awesome. Um, I will touch. Um, but yeah, I mean, the offense was bad. I repeat, the offense was very bad. Three home runs steals the deal. So that what the Pirates need to do, I think, is to invest in more power. And to be charitable, I think a game like today is kind of what Andy Haynes is going for. Because Andy Haynes in the fitting philosophy is wait for your pitch. Look at pitches. Don't swing at bad strikes. And wait for the ball that you can crush. And I think that works really well with guys like Jack Suwinski. It works for guys like Kutch. And on days like today, you get three home runs and you grind out a win. But you also see the downsides of this hitting philosophy, and you, they can't be ignored. Like, you strike out 10 times today again. You strike out a bunch of times yesterday. It, it, the Pirates don't have enough consistent power to be hitting like they need, like, to be hitting the way that they want to be. It's like they're trying to take a square peg and fit it into a round hole. So, um, it's not great. <laughs> and I think we're going to see a bad offense the entire way through, even with these new guys. Like, even if we think, you know, Davis and Endy and Gonzalez are all going to be parts of the future, you're still going to have a lot of games where we just don't score a lot of runs.
Um, yeah. So I'll move on, I guess, to the bullpen next. You know, uh, I, I don't know what else to keep saying about um, Medinsky, Medinsky because Medinsky just he, every single time he's on, he's good. He doesn't get a whole lot of high leverage. I'd say today was pretty close. But, you know, I think he is such a consistent and nice bullpen piece. And I'm sure he's going to go through some regression. Like, I'm sure that's going to happen. But, I mean, so far he's pitched like 17 innings, gained about a strikeout per inning a little less. He's not giving up a whole lot of hard hits or runs. And today was great. 11 pitches, one strikeout. Carmen, you know, those are these are the type of people, these young guys that are failed starters. They gotta be able to get you one inning. And since for the since the team has struggled for four years to get guys just to get you through one inning, Carmen Bajinski has just been a nice change of pace. <laughs> so um, and yeah, I think this is a good point. Um, you know, we, the beginning of the year, we did rely on the bullpen, uh, sorry, the bullpen has been relied on ever since May, you know, because the starting pitching hasn't gone six innings every game and the pitting has been bad. <laughs> so we have depended on them too much, but also S- similar to last year. Yeah. Right? How you doing, Doug? I'm good. Sorry. I'm late. Excellent job so far. Thank you. Uh, echo, echo many of your comments. Right. I think we've done four shows together in July and three of them have been victories. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly we're adding value. Our, our, our war is up to probably six now. Um, um, uh, you're right about Oviedo. I, I mean, he has to start on this team. He's the mm-hmm. third best pitcher right now and probably an argument potentially for, you know, when he's on, he's the second best pitcher on this team. And uh, I mean, he looked good today but he didn't instill any confidence, right? It looks like one, you know, one bad thing. It looks like if a mosquito bites him, you know, uh, during in between innings that that may throw him off. He, he, he so easily just, you know, gets into his head and, and too emotional. And, and uh, uh, you know, we, he, he just needs to calm down and let his talent take over because like you said, he's got a great pitch mix. He's got the frame to be a workhorse. Uh, you know, th- this this kid could really be a find. It could be one of Ben Charrington's best moves if they can develop him into a starting pitcher. And and you're, I mean, you're right. He's not going to the bullpen anytime this season. No. Um, things would have to be going really well for that to happen even next season. Because again, I'm you know how confident are you in Contreras, Ortiz, Quinn Priester, uh, Max Kranich? Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I mean, we're riding, we're riding with Oviedo, and if Rich Hill gets traded uh, by next Tuesday, um, he he is the number two man in the rotation. So it's just, uh, I guess, for me, it's like, who is trading? Like, who competing wants Rich Hill? I I don't know. I could see. I mean, I, I really, you could see a good team, a team that can score runs, have him be your the fifth starter. You know you're going to get yeah. six innings. He's going to give up for three or four runs. If you're one of those teams like the Dodgers, the Braves that that score runs, you can and and you know don't need him to be laboring every single pitch because he's a you know he 
he's trying to be too fine and just go out and let him pitch. I, th- I think he would help. I, I think he could help. You know, again, he's not going to be the guy you ride to the World Series. Yeah, but, I can't but, even imagine he makes a postseason roster. Right. Like the, you, you cannot hand the ball to Rich Hill in Game Three of the NLDS. You can't do that. No, <laughs> the, the, the but is, you, you if, could if, if, use him in sort of a bullpen type game, right? I mean, because they do that. They do that now. That yeah. happens in the playoffs consistently. You could have him and say. You know, one time through, get, get us three innings and, 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 you know, that sort of thing. Because, you know, they just want to give their two t- top d- dudes a, a rest and then get back to them as soon as possible. So, I mm-hmm. mean, there's a scenario where he could add value. I don't think we'll yeah. get anything. We'll get Eddie Yeen for Yeah, him. I mean, that's, that's, you know? that's the thing. Like, like I, I, I am 100% convinced he's gone. I think Choi is yeah. 100% gone, too. Right. Um, but I, I heard you say like, right. I don't hold on to them. Yeah. I'd hold on them too, too. We need some veteran presence. We need some good at bats. We need some potential pop. And I mean, I get it. You're right. Santana and Choi are not, you know, they're not 20 home run hitters. They're 15 home run hitters, but that's better than most of what we have. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, again, if we had a firm date on Cruz's return and, and we're sure that he was going to be hundred percent healthy. That you know, you say, all right, we've a, a little bit of a cavalry coming, but right now, I mean, again, there's nothing else in the minors that's going to come up. You know, M- Miguel Andahar is not coming up to. I mean, he might be coming up, but he's not coming up to, to add any uh, any value. Yeah, so um, they, they 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 pretty much exhausted AAA, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, William Williams is kind of like the last guy. Um, very early, but he looked awful today. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to know, be fair. Th- he had that incredible double play in the first inning. Right. Um, and then he drops the ball in left field. Well, I tell you, <laughs> Brian Reynolds, uh, I'm not quite sure what's, you know, two years ago, right? Was it two years ago that he was a top three finalist for Gold Glove in center field? And, yeah. and I know the metrics didn't necessarily support that, but he was not bad. He was still pretty oh, good. Van Graffs loved his defense. Right. Then he became a terrible center fielder. And now he seems to be a pretty bad left fielder, where, again, it's like, oh, if he goes to left field, he'll be a gold glove. I, you know, and I, I understand, you know, I was listening to the radio feed. Matt Capps is saying, well, him and Williams, they don't know each other and they have it. Brian Reynolds has got to take charge. And he, I mean, he took two steps back and then, you know, sort of just backed off. I, I don't know what's going on with Brian Reynolds. He hit the solo home run today, but that almost frustrates me more because where was that yesterday when you came up with the bases loaded and you came up with two guys on, you know, I, uh, I mean, that was a pretty clutch home run. I'd say though. I mean, gives oh, the Pirates the lead. had no. to have it his, I mean, all three of them, all three yeah. of them, I guess you said, you know, and a common, a common topic with us is the lack of power. And, uh, you know, today we had what we often also have is lack of guys getting on base. Seth Lugo went his uh, season high in innings and tied a career high in strikeouts. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a bad hitting team when, when Seth Lugo was doing those sort of things. Um, yeah. yeah we, I mean, you, I mean, you highlighted it. You, it, it, I mean, we were terrible offensively today. Uh, and, and every one of those solo home runs was, you know, choice. I mean, everyone, you know, choice gave us a lead. And then Brian Reynolds gave us the lead again. And then Santana gave us the the run that we needed because who mm. knew that uh, you know Bednar well, was going to walk in a, and walk in a run. We haven't talked about that yet, so I mean, right. Col- yeah. Colin Holderman does his job too. 
one in it, right? And then it'd be David Bednar, who probably had one of his rush worst outings of the year. Yeah, thirty six pitches too. Yeah, thankfully we're, we're off tomorrow, so thank God. Man, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. that's the only. I think the only reason he stayed out there for yeah. so long. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you can't get mad at David Bednar. <laughs> no, no, right. The guy's got like sixteen <laughs> saves in a row. He's got twenty yeah. saves now on the season. He, you know. The, he's got an argument for being the MVP of the team or, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, the best player on the team at this point, I most dominated his position, that sort of thing. Um, most consistent for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, right. He's, he's just tanking his trade value. So yeah. he doesn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> and if his worst, if his worst outing of the year results in a save. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. right. We, we have to take that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I I know we're not a show that's supposed to discuss these other things, but do you get the feeling that we leak the fact that they're listening on Bednar and Keller is a way to negotiate? Like, you know, hey, listen, David Bednar, we will ship you. We don't care if you're from Pittsburgh. Maybe you should sign that team-friendly deal we're about to put in front of you. <laughs> and same thing with Keller. Agent, you know, hey, Mitch Keller, you know, those these last 11 starts, your ERA is almost six. You know, maybe, maybe you're get the t- money while you can. <laughs> you're telling me that I can get shipped to a winning baseball team right, right. for years. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how big, great that, um, I don't know how great that negotiation tactic would go. Oh, I, I don't, um, you know, but pirates I mean, aren't good at that sort of thing. But I just wonder if they, I, it's I, very I, odd that they would, I mean, and I'm sure they leaked that, you know, oh, yeah, I'm sure, then. right, right, that they put that out there. Um, it's, I mean, it's, I, I think the whole idea, I mean, unless like someone gets desperate, like a diamondbacks and they're sending you back Jordan Lawler, you don't deal Bednar. Like what, what kind of message does it send when, if you're in year four of the rebuild, this is supposed to be the step year, like the, 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 the year where you take the steps and then you, and you trade your two all-stars, you, you, you trade your top five yeah. closer in baseball. Right. You, you know what I mean? Right. I, I know. I mean, right. You have a very valid point for just about any other management team. This yeah. is Ben Charrington and he doesn't care about the message to the fans. There's nobody down there that is concerned with selling tickets. There's nobody down there that is worried about what the public thinks or the fan base thinks. They, they, they are very um, smug and sure of their plan, and we are not smart enough to understand it, so they don't deign to tell it to us. And hey, so you, know, you can get your soft pretzel way faster at PNC Park now. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went and started going to games in the 80s and, you know, it was empty. I'm like, well, I don't have to stand in line. I used to drive up to Montreal from Boston and go to games. The same, pay $5, sit behind home plate, and you didn't wait at any lines. There, there's some plus yep. sides. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I cannot, as much as I like would like to, like, diss Ben Sherrington, I have to imagine that Keller and Bednar stick around. I, I just can't fathom them dealing them like right. it makes no sense bednar makes some sense because i think somebody might overpay i don't think people would overpay for keller at this point i don't think i could be wrong everybody's looking for starting pitching but mm-hmm. we don't have starting pitching no and, and, and you, you know what i'm saying like you i mean you you know ben sherrington's not very good at it but most teams like oh, we can always find another closer we just you know it 
we're only asking to get three outs in the night. You know, most of the time it's bases clear, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, closer is the easiest thing to create, you know, from your own roster, let alone going outside. So you could see somewhere, in, you know, in a way that, that, that they could sort of pass that off. But a, 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 an all-star starting pitcher, yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll never acquire one of those. Like we're never going to get one in free agency. It's no. unlikely that we'll be able to uh, trade the prospects to get one. So I mean, when the, we the, the closest we've, one, the closest we got was Jay Happ and like Yvonne Nova, right. like, right. like yeah, and you're right. It's like, you don't, we're not going to acquire those. So Keller needs to stay. I mean, yeah, like, I, I mean, maybe they see Majinski. Skeens can't pitch every day. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe, maybe they see Majinski as like the closer of the future and they are okay with shipping off Bednar, but then you're just, again, shipping off another bullpen arm right and I, I know we just drafted a 500 college guys who were going to be relievers but um right. i don't think they're going to be ready <laughs> next yeah. year so yeah right i i mean you have to you have to get to a point and right wasn't it well we say that 2024 was supposed to be the bridge year i disagree with that i, I mean i don't think ben Sherrington. i think ben Sherrington is building for the 28 the 2019 i think he has been from the start he hasn't you know told it to us but when you look at the moves and i mean i i think he thinks that you know i mean i sort of think he arrogantly wants to put together an you know an, an entire team acquired by ben Sherrington through the draft and through trades mm -hmm. uh, you know his by accumulating all these prospects and, and these draft picks that thing and say, look, I, I, you know, I'm. I, when people say they think the payroll is going to go up in the next couple of years, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, right? Because you're going to bring up Skeens and then uh, Solometo and Jared Jones, right? You're, I mean, you're start, you know, they're not. I don't think they're going to go get a veteran pitcher. Where everyone's mm -hmm. like, oh sure, they have to get a veteran pitcher next year. I'm not so sure. And if it is, it's going to be a, a Velasquez three million dollar type. It's yeah, not going to I mean. Be. It's hard because not only is the free agency market not great next year in terms of who's available, but I mean, to be fair, we did get a report from Mackie. It was like, I think it was back in March or April where like the pirates are going to be shopping for like in a different section of free agents. Yeah. yeah. And like that, I mean, and to be fair, when Ma Mackie was right about the amount of money that was spent last off season. Um, so, I mean, I feel like payroll will go up. And I think I disagree. Like, because like I don't, I don't think you extend. I hope you're right. I, I don't think you extend Reynolds if you're playing for 28. Mm -hmm. I don't think you. Uh, I don't think you even try to get guys like Santana or Hill in the door if you're not at least attempting to go for something in 24 and 25. Um, well, and I, I, and I don't know. Even with someone who doesn't care as much as Nutting doesn't care, I don't know if he's just okay with actively not trying or putting on the face of tanking for a decade. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I thought once they signed Kutch, once they signed Kutch, I thought, okay, they're actually going to try this year because there's no way you would bring back Andrew McCutcheon. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in another tanking type, you know, and forget it, tanking, even if you were punting, which I guess is not quite as bad as tanking. Right. Right. Yeah. But um, it would seem to me that if you're bringing back Kutch, who by all accounts, it seems like he'll want to be back next year, that you would not want to put him in this, you know, morass of uh, ineptitude. But I, I, the only position position player I can see him signing is, I mean, you re-sign Hedges and, and a first baseman, maybe. Right, mm -hmm. because your outfield is uh, 
I mean, Connor Joe will probably still be here, and your outfield is going to be Reynolds, Sawinski, and and Henry Davis. Uh-huh. Uh, you're not going to sign a big, you know, not a starting outfielder. You might get a, a, you know, and I don't see them doing that. They'll, you know, they'll stick with the Josh Palacios, I think, but you know, Connor Joe before they would go get, you know, some money. I mean, you could sign a second baseman, I suppose. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think they're going to, right? You're you're still going to give Gonzalez, I mean, Pagero, Williams. There's also no good second baseman on the market next year. Yeah, like, right. I think your best is Adam Frazier. Yeah, that's your ceiling. So, right. I, I mean, mean, maybe they trade, maybe they make a trade. I yeah. don't know, but I don't. Right? It just. But, I mean, third base is covered. Uh, Hayes tie- or Triolo, right? Shortstop is Cruz. Yeah. First but base. To try to tie it into the game itself. Sorry, Um, this is post game show, folks. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, it's just weird because you look at guys like Triolo, Gonzalez, Williams, Piguero. um, um, Has any of them, like, separated themselves? Not yet. Not yet. I mean, they're still, it's still early. They're still early in their major league careers. Yeah. Uh, You see some things you like, but. I'm not ready to write them in in pen for anything mm-hmm. next year. Uh, I'm, I'm all for giving them an opportunity to compete. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if they brought in outside competition. Um, but, you know, I would assume that that next year, Tamar Johnson's going to be in double A um, at some I think, point. Yeah. I think he gets up there this year. Um, yeah. He's destroying yeah. a plus right. ball right now. And you have Chang. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, you know, but I mean, one for nine today from Triolo Gonzalez Williams with four strikeouts. A lot of these guys, like all three of them, are pretty handy with the glove, right. including Pagaro. Like you know, like yeah. they're actually like defensively, there's no complaints. But you can't have four middle infielders who can't hit. Right. Right. Unfortunately, Triolo. Like, I mean, Triolo looks like a perfect perfect uh utility player to me yeah Triolo. he can play any position well defensively and it looks like he can go get a single mm. at just about any time you know what i'm saying like if because he, he yeah now if you're you know don't bring him up hoping for even a double he's got no pop whatsoever and the only thing he can seem to do is sort of just pop that bat out there and you know drop it over the second baseman's head but that's that can come in valuable right that can come in handy especially as yeah. good as defensively he is um, I agree. And, you know, like he's a guy like who's definitely established himself the most. Right. Um, where does the defensive flexibility is real? Like you, I, th- I think you don't have to play Connor Joe at second base yes. if Hayes is back. Right. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, yeah, none of those guys. And so, like, if the price wasn't Mitch Keller for someone like Jonathan India, which was reported today, um, I would love the Pirates to go out and get Jonathan India. Oh yeah, absolutely. Three years a, of control. A proven, a proven, yeah. you know, good offensive player. A scrappy, hustle, you know, heart, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, we will probably not get him. He's in division, and yeah. I, I think I think Ben likes his internal options more. I, I do. I mean, I really think that's what he wants to do. He wants to build as much of this from within as possible. And I mean, that's great if you could do it, but the best, the very best rebuilds have done, you know, it's 80% from within, but you've, yeah. you know, then they go get John Lester or Justin Verlander and, you know, and that mm-hmm. sort of, uh, uh, you know, helps with some of the youthful growing pains. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we know absolutely we're not doing that. So yeah. Paul Skeens. 
One last thing about the game is that the umpiring was awful. Yeah. Um, I've come we, to terms we, with it. We would we, we, we would not like clearly was not explaining to Oviedo what he was doing wrong correctly. Right. Um, Sawinski intentionally gets hit, doesn't get ejected, right. even though the umpires should have met. But because Sawinski didn't jump up and down like Manny Machado, um, uh, nothing happens. Um, inconclusive evidence. So Tar overturned Davis is stolen base at third. They still call him out. Yeah, that was that was. I mean, again, I was just listening to the radio feed, but they were like, I see nothing. And, and uh, Matt Caps kept saying, "Look, if they had called him out, there's nothing to overturn it and say he's safe." I mean, it's mm-hmm. just it's inconclusive. So usually yeah. you ride with the uh, you know mm-hmm. the call on the field. But uh, I will say. It's for last night's game, but I did, was not a huge fan of Perdomo coming in. I love Perdomo now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I am shocked that Derek Shelton hitting the instant win button by standing up for his players didn't work. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll go flip a, a table or something now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the but Pirates have the day off. Yeah, the Pirates have the day off tomorrow. Yes, yeah. they're off tomorrow. So they they won. They won a series. I think you said it. The last time they won a series was against San Diego. So yes, it was. Uh, maybe it's been, it's been about a know. month. Yeah. Um. So Man. you know, hopefully you start. We're winning still some ahead games. of last year's pace. It'd be. Hard. It's so hard not to be. I mean, I especially with a twenty and eight start, right? With a yeah. twenty and eight start, last year's place pace should have never come into. You know, we should never had to have a discussion about how far ahead we are of last year's pace. but Yep, maybe we can now win back-to-back games for the first time since yeah. June. I mean, this team really needs a win streak. Not even, I mean, four or five games, you know, just just a little win streak to, to sort of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't know, a little uh, equilibrium yeah. return. Yeah, come out, I guess, come out to the ballpark this weekend. We play the Phillies. It's the Palooza. David Bednar bobblehead. Yeah. Plays Renegade. What? Uh, it plays Renegade? No way. I, I, had, I, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> North, 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 North Shore 9 exclusive. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> but uh, thank you for tuning <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Have a good rest of your night. We'll see you guys and, Friday. Yep. Yeah, and let's go, Bucks. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.